0: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash voiceamerica or search for us at keyword Voice America. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. Welcome to No Added Preservatives on the Voice America Kids channel. This is a show where the host isn't afraid to tell you like it is about, well, a bunch of stuff. Whether you're into books, TV, movies, or games, there's something here for you. Now, here is your host.
1: Hello, I am Noah Lehman. This is No Added Preservatives on the Voice America Kids Network. And oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I have not talked to you guys on a podcast for about three weeks. Three weeks. I'm a horrible person. I just been so busy and all. In- Okay, I excuses, excuses. I am so sorry. This feeling I am feeling right now is, like, the greatest feeling in the world. It's like an unfolding soap opera before me. It's the feeling you get when you level up in World, world of Warcraft. Or the feeling you get when you prestige in Call of Duty, Black Ops. You know, it's just, the what do you... The only other way you're going to get this feeling is if you watch No Added Preservatives with your host, Noah Lehman, on the Voice America Kids Network. That's right. Tell all your friends and family members and enemies about me and tell them to listen to this. Because the answer to your spare time being wasted is listening to No Added Preservatives. When I say wasted, I do not mean we wasted. I, in fact, mean well spent. So, like I said, I was busy. I'm not lying. I have been busy. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, what I've been doing. Uh, basically, I'm I'm the main person, besides my brother, in this company called Joe Duck Belts, and we make duct tape products for Japan, Japanese disaster relief. And other than that, I also have youth group on Wednesday nights, um, mixed martial arts on Tuesday nights and Saturday mornings. I have uh, school every other day of the week and homework and whatnot. I basically am consumed with this duct tape belt making prop. It takes, it's all week. I also have my acting now. I actually have an audition on Wednesday uh, for something. I don't even know what it is, mama. But yeah, my mom just said, you got an audition? though, no, and I'm like, great. And she's like, yeah, it's on Wednesday. And I'm like, my class won a competition for charity Actually, it was raising money for the school. Uh, I'm not going to say anything else because I'll probably get uh, in trouble. But, you know, we, we raised the most money our class, being just so generous to the school that steals all our money. I'm just joking. Anyhow, we won laser tag for the day, and I'm like, Mom, I want to go to laser tag with my class. And she's like, Noah, I want you to spend the day off so you can practice your script. And I'm like, I'm going to laser tag. And she's like, okay. And, you know, it was just like that. But other than that, um, I'm also... Uh, so MMA, mixed martial arts, I'm really enjoying that, I'm doing that a lot. Speaking of mixed martial arts, did you guys watch the UFC fight, you know, Ultimate Fighters Championship? With George St. Pierre, George Rush St. Pierre, the Canadian from Montreal, and that Mark guy that's also Canadian. Yeah, there was a fight on Saturday, George St. Pierre kept the belt, which he'd already won, and he kept it against Jake Shields, which is American, I think. And the Mark guy, unfortunately, didn't steal the belt from Jose something. Jose and I think it was uh, Featherweight, the Featherweight division he was fighting. Yeah, so they have different weight classes, so you don't have a big buff guy. Well, they're all pretty buff, but you don't have this big, huge, muscular guy fighting this little shrimp. Kind of like, actually, uh, another thing that's been taking up my stime that's extreme hopscotch. It's like hopscotch, except got all the fun of like football and rugby in it. And, you know, it's so dangerous that they have to make weight classes, too. They have, like, uh, Canadian, which is about average. They have bear weight, which is, like, really big. They have whale weight, which is really huge. And then the lowest weight class you can get into is Paris Hilton weight class, which is, like, negative three pounds. I don't even know if that's possible, but it just is. So, yeah, I'm, like, uh, I actually own the belt, the championship belt in uh, Ultimate Hopscotch. No joke. True story. Um, It's, like, there's absolutely no rules like it's crazy. You're like doing hopscotch or whatever, throwing the rock and then out of nowhere this big huge like well not huge guy, right? The, Cuz there's weight classes and me, I'm in I'm in Canadian class because I'm just Canadian. It's kind of ironic because I'm Canadian and I'm in the Canadian weight class. So other the, these other Canadian weight class guys come and tackle you out of nowhere. And it's just it's a pretty hardcore game. What am I talking about? I got to get onto this. So I'm going to talk about my company Joe Duck Belts. Joe Duck Belts, J O D U K B E L T Z. And just gonna give you a little background on it. I think I just spent my whole segment talking about extreme hopscotch. Whoever said extreme hopscotch wasn't important anyways! Okay, here we go. So the Yodak belt thing started approximately... Well, now it started like six weeks ago. Uh, no, five weeks. Five weeks ago, that's right. My brother started it. He made a belt for himself. And he start, he's like, hey, mom, I should sell these people with that little lispy thing. Yes, he did that. No, he didn't. I'm joking. And my mom's like, yeah, well, well, little Jojo, if you're going to sell it, you need to give a profit to charity. So Jojo's like, okay, I'll give it to the shamong well. Then I came in, big brother Noah, who has to contradict everything everybody says. And I say, Jonah, our school already donated money to the well. First of all, we should do something different. Second of all, we raised twenty thousand dollars and made a well. Think about it. With duct tape belts, the idea that you're gonna need money for supplies, and money to donate to charity, in, in the end, you're gonna make like a thousand bucks. And a thousand bucks is not gonna dig a well. It's gonna dig about like uh, three inches into the ground, right? And Jonah's just and my mom's just like, why do you have to contradict everything you say? She, she says you're so ungrateful. me. Nee, 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 nee. And I'm just kind of, you know, standing back and smiling because I know I'm right. And then, uh, so we, my vice principal kind of got involved with this because we were selling these duct tape belts out of our lockers. And we're like, yeah, we're going to donate to charity. And she brought me in and I told her kind of the whole gist of it, that we're making these belts and selling for charity. And she's like, oh, what charity? And Jonah's like, the Shamong Well. And I'm like, no, I think we should do it for Japan because a thousand bucks is going to feed a lot of families. It might feed, not make them fat and bursting to the tip, but $1,000 is going to feed like 10 families even for a month if the the food is used correctly or whatever. I don't know the exact thing. I just know that $1,000 would go towards a lot more when it comes to food and supplies for people that are homeless in Japan than it would go to uh, kind of uh, three inches into the ground with a well in Kenya. So yeah, that was my main part. After that, I... I actually um started making belts and me and my dad discovered this a lot way to make belts straighter and kind of cooler and after belts the next step was um armbands that my friend Mac Bruce makes then after that was wallets which um me and my fr- my friend Tate make and now we sell everything from purses we're just we just started selling those I made these two really cool purses one, the first one's pretty decent. It's got like red, it's like red and blue with a flower on it because I just love pretty flowers. Sorry about that. Um, kind of creepy that I just I alter reality sometimes. Then I'm just a normal person. Actually, no, I'm not. I'll never be normal no matter how many realities I enter. So, uh, yeah, now we sell purse. I made these two cool ones, like I said, the red and blue one, but I also made a Pac Man one actually I had a Pac-Man belt, one of the first belts I made, and it was amazing. Somebody stole it. Yeah. I hope if they listen to this podcast, they know that they're stealing from people that can't even get food right now. So it's, yeah, if they could return it, it would be great because it's not nice to steal from that like that. So basically, I made this cool purse, and it's like the – or handbag or whatever you want to call it. And it's like that screen for Pac-Man where the little guy goes swimming around. He's like do do doo 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 and the ghost chase him or whatnot. It's got all the little shiny beads and the cherry and whatnot. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. So I'm just going to mention the the team we hired. Jonah, which was the founder. And then me, which was the co-founder. Marketing head. So I'm the guy that gets all the commor- – we made a commercial for the gym. It didn't turn out too great because the audio cut out and stuff. But it was funny. <laughs> it was pretty well edited and stuff. It was like Jonas Brothers and whatnot. So I'm the marketing head slash advisor. And craft maker, so I make, like, belts and wallets, and I'm the only one that makes purses. Oh, iPod cases, that's another thing only I make. So I make belts, wallets, purses, and the iPod cases, which are all new great things. I'll give you a list of the prices. I'm not sure if we're going to be selling to Americans yet, because the shipping will cost ten times the amount of the actual product. So, uh, if, of course, you any of you guys wanted to buy one. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that everybody would want to buy one, would my I crazy? Then again, it's made of duct tape. And duct tape is the adhesive strip of man. Adhesive strip, that's just a fancy name for duct tape because adhesive means it's six to other things and strip is just, like, because it's strips of duct tape. Yeah, true story. So, uh Jonah, me, uh then there's Tate Martin, which is the skilled crafter, so he makes the wallets. He makes them even better than me. He's a pretty crazy there's manly robinson who is the financial advisor and number guy so he's the guy that does the numbers and then goes on google docs and goes <laughs> and writes down the order so it's easier for us then there's riley martin which is a crafter and he makes belts and we we need a lot of belt makers because we get lots of orders believe it or not we've sold over 100 products and raised over 400 dollars for japan already and it's only like five weeks old I think we raised it in the first four weeks, though. So, other than Riley Martin, we have Zach Wilson, who is also a belt maker. And that's about it. Yep. Yeah. But I was approached by two grade-8 girls that asked to join, and I said no. This was like three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. I said no, because I knew they just wanted to get in and have just kind of pl- hang out and have fun or whatever and whatnot so yeah i i said no believe it or not i will tell you after because right now this is no added preservatives with noah Lehman. i am currently the champion of extreme hopscotch and please don't leave come right back to no added preservatives on the voice america kids network
0: Tune in to No Added Preservatives on Voice America Kids. Ready to get back to the show? We thought so. Back to your host. Hey,
1: I'm Noah Lehman from No Added Preservatives. This is the Voice America Kids Network. And during the break, I found on the floor of my brother's room the last two packages of lightsaber gummies. These really are lightsabers. I don't know how, but they are. They saved my life when I was taken down by a 10-foot gorilla in the Amazon rainforest. Just one could save a man from the most horrible injuries, I think. I'm not actually sure. I just assume when I see lifesavers, they actually save your life. So don't yell at me if you get a really horrible ruined in the Amazon rainforest and eat a lightsaber gummy. They did, however, save me in the Amazon rainforest, of course. Yeah. I was fighting off gorillas there. And jaguars and Oprah. What? Oprah? How did she get there? Uh, she was on one of her trips with Gail. I think her, I think her friend's name is Gail. Yeah. So anyways, I was I'm talking about the company I'm a part of called Duck Belts, and we basically make belts and other uh, sort of duct tape products and sell it to make a profit for Japan disaster relief. Of One thing I didn't kind of make clear, I don't think is when we sell the belt, we're not giving hundred percent of profit to Japan. We're actually taking enough money to be able to buy supplies to make the belts and other products. Um, and then we're giving the rest to Japan, so we're still we're usually giving more to Japan than we are keeping, because duct tape does cost a lot. So before the break, I was talking about how these two girls approached me and I and asked to join our company because it's pretty big in the school. Like, our main partner is um our the vice principal Miss Bailey, she's great. If she's listening to this, thank you. So. Yeah, I said no. They came back to me two weeks later and uh, they said, or a week later I guess, and she showed me this duct tape flower pen she made. And uh, I said, whoa. So now these two girls are part of the club and their name is uh, Sammy Lal and Shelby Hayes and they make belts. Not only do they make flower pens, they also make belts. And we've got a whole variety of things we sell. We got belts, of course, wristbands, wallets, purses and handbags, iPod cases, flower pens, and uh, Venus flytrap pens as courtesy of Noel Damon. I make those too. Yeah, oh yeah, we have tons of duct tape designs. Like, our belts aren't made out of normal duct tape. Like, there, you don't, won't all get gray belts and wallets and stuff. We actually have over 20 different colors and designs to choose from. We have, like, green, red, blue, yellow, and all those classic colors. But then we also have, like, uh, like the very vibrant, what do you call it, fluorescent colors. And then we have, like... Plaid and Hello Kitty, but Plaid and Hello Kitty, we can only get them in the US unless we order them, so those will be more expensive if you do end up buying one, which you probably won't because shipping will cost, like, a lot of money. Like, it will drain your life savings. The only other game capable of draining your life savings is Farmville. And World of Warcraft. And basically any game on Facebook. Not the World of Warcraft's on Facebook. But you know what I'm saying. So, we also have, like, caution tape and fragile tape. Fragile tape for, like, I got that especially for my brother because he's fragile. He got beat up by a girl once. <laughs> I'm joking. He's a beast. A tank, even. He's one of those big, cool ones that you see on the military channel. The Abrams. He's an... Na- no, he's that... That one that's never been blown up before, it's taken, like, seven RPG heads, which are rocket-propelled grenades, and it hasn't exploded yet. That's what he is, so he's not fragile. So we got lots of colors to choose from, and I'm just going to give you a list of our products and the prices and stuff. So the belts, we have extra small, which is $8.00 a small which is ten dollars a medium which is ten dollars and a large which is ten dollars and an extra large which is twelve dollars so belts are pretty much ten dollars unless you're buying a large an extra large or an extra small which extra small is eight dollars and extra large is twelve we also have wristbands which are six dollars as courtesy of mac bruce mackenzie bruce just to get that right mackenzie elgin bruce if you know him from facebook he writes his whole name Wallets are $16, flower pens are $5, the ties, oh yeah, ties, that's the other thing that only I make. Ties, which we are now selling, are $12, and iPod cases are $10, or $8, $8 or $10, we haven't decided yet. But other than those costs, there's also Venus flytrap pens, which a normal one is $5, but the larger one with eyes and a tongue and big leaves is $8. But you can contact us at Joe Duckbelts at, at gmail.com. So that's J-O-D-U-K-B-E-L-T-Z at gmail.com. No caps, no capitals, if you don't know what caps means, just to make sure. And if you want to place an order at Joe Belts, so basically if you want to place an order, you email Joe Duckbelts at gmail.com. So if you want to place an order, please email Joe Duckbelts at gmail.com, like I just stated. If you want to help us. Um, ask us a question or make a suggestion or make a donation or anything like that. Email Help at gmail.com. Uh, so that's J O D U K B E L T Z H E L P at gmail.com. And you can also join our Facebook group by typing JoduckBelts on your Facebook page. So that's capital J O, capital D U K, capital B E L T Z. One second, I'm just eating a gummy. So, you can, of course, contact us on Facebook. Thank you. So, we got a lot of stuff. We're making new products all the time. Way to go. Please help out our cause. We'd greatly appreciate it. I'm working my heart out. Like, I've been up to like, 11 o'clock every night for the past three weeks. I'm sure a lot of people stay up till 11 o'clock anyways, but even later than that sometimes. Stay up to 12 a couple times to get stuff done and whatnot, and it's exhausting, and believe it or not... Giving us orders, even though it'll take more time, does help. Please think about the world. Think about how your donation or purchase will help people in Japan. True story. Basically, we are we are running. If you wanna, if you're from town and you're listening to this or near me, you can basically come over to our school, which is Shamong Public School, and located in Bridge North, Ontario. Uh, you can place an order there. We don't like. Unless we're we're, we we will be going to a rotary uh station and selling a bunch of pre-made stuff, but we take orders with our uh, products. So you place an order, and we'll get it to you within a week or two. And so you can't just come up and like bring all your money and whatnot and be like, I'll have a pink wallet. Because life doesn't really work that way. We won't. Uh, Believe it or not, we probably won't have a pink wallet ready for you. you, So if you do, are you coming from, like, across the country and, like, coming from Alberta? If you're coming from Mexico and you fly over to buy one of our belts, make sure you email us and place an order so it's ready ahead of time. Because I just want to make that sure so you guys don't yell at me when you get over and you're like, What? I just flew across the world to buy one of your products. So, yeah, just make sure you place an order if you're coming from out of town. But that's our main operation base, is Shamong Public School. Main person at our right hand, well, I guess right beside us, is Miss Bailey. They've been a great help. Uh, if it weren't for them, this would pretty much be a contraband operation dealing out of our lockers. And actually, we had teachers come to and say, uh... Uh, We have boys, excuse me, Miss Bailey, we have uh, this boy, and he's selling stuff out of his locker, and we're not quite sure what it is. Can you tell us? Like, could you, like, tell them something? They're making money for this and whatnot. I talked to them, and they said they're putting it towards charity, but there's a lot of charities. Could you, like, seriously talk to them? So we had that. Actually, that person came in while well, we were in the office, and they're like, oh yeah, we're, they're on, we're on board with this now. They're making money and giving it to Japan. And then they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then they went off and partied in the teacher's lounge. If you guys did not know, what teachers do during the spare time is party in the teacher's lounge. True story. I, I'm a witness. So far as life goes, it's been, well, a great experience. It's lots of fun to make the products. We even have a reward system. Did you know that? Like, you collect points for the different products you make for people or orders you take, and, well, let's just say our volunteer workers are not enslaved, I guess. They are volunteers, and they do get rewarded. Thank you. I am Noah Lehman. This is No Added Preservatives. I am the champion of hopscotch, and you're listening to me on the Voice America Kids Network.
2: Tune in to The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in too. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids.
0: You're tuned in to No Added Preservatives on Voice America Kids. Ready to get back to the show? We thought so. Back
1: to your host. Hello, I'm Noah Lehman. The Voice America Kids Network is where I am, and this is no added preservatives. Not even vice vis- 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 I'm just gonna go with an easy word, vinegar. Vinegar is a preservative. I know that for sure. Um, it's actually its cool name is called acid acetic acid. Acid Acetic or something like that. Uh, or Acetone or something like that. I don't know. So, right now, today you are listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I, was, My last segment was talking about my company, uh, which makes duct tape products, and the profits go to Japan after we pay for supplies. And now I am doing top ten worst movie titles. <laughs> That's right, top ten worst movie titles. We got everything here. From, not from all time, but I'm just going to, probably pretty recent, because all time, uh, when you get back to like a long time ago, it's just like, well, they couldn't think of anything greater because they didn't have the internet. So, I've got a top ten list. I'm going to give you a little description of e- why each uh, one I chose, each movie title is the worst. And, well, I just hope you laugh or something, because some of them are pretty ridiculous. Top 10. We begin top 10. We start here with number 10. Featuring the Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. That's right. The Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. Wow. That's almost as bad as snakes on a plane. So, if it's just Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. People who are defending the film will say, like, Yeah, well, it's about a girl who travels with her pants. Wow. Seriously. Yeah, we all travel with our pants. If we don't, we travel with our shorts. Like, and even though, like, it's very, like, a lot of little girls, maybe even big girls, enjoy this movie, The Sisterhood of Traveling Pants, the title and the the idea that they have an upcoming sequel aptly titled The Sisterhood of Traveling Pants 2, like, who comes up with these names? They spend, like, uh, mi- millions of dollars to make these movies, and they spend it all on, like camera crews and uh coffee getters for the director could they not pay somebody to come up with a good title for the movie i'm moving on because this is just making me angry at number nine we have star wars episode one the phantom menace (laughs) the phantom menace i actually love star wars but i do however agree this is a horrible title like how much more formal can you get star wars episode one the phantom menace did I say Episode 3? I, I feel like I did, but I don't know. So Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, wow. Well, it's called The Phantom Menace because Darth Sidious is the Phantom Menace referred to in the title. Darth Sidious is like, yeah, the Phantom. He's that that Sith. I think that's the evil Jedi. I, I haven't watched Star Wars in a long time. Forgive my... I'm out of it. I live under a rock. Forgive me, George Lucas. Um, Even though he's referred to in the, the title of the first Star Wars prequel, um, The Phantom Menace, right, because before that, before The Phantom Menace, was The Phantom Menace the first one? I feel like there was one before that. Anyhow, The Phantom Menace was the first of three terrible titles for two horrible movies, and one moderately decent one. So George Lucas went for the cool effect with his titles rather than the appropriate one. For example, Wouldn't have Attack of the Clones been more appropriate for the third installment, considering that that is when the clones actually attack? It just, it doesn't really, it's kind of like James Bond movies. Not a whole lot of them, the titles really make sense. Phantom Menace kind of does, but just the formality. What the heck? I did enjoy the movies when I was a kid. I do have to agree, looking back at them recently, that they are pretty cheesily made. (laughs) But, you know, they're classics. Can't argue with classics, but the... Titles are still horrible. So at number eight, we have Live Free or Die Hard. Die Hard 2, Die Harder was a bad title. Um, Die Hard with a Vengeance was bad. But I give it a pass just because I thought the movie itself was so good. However, Live Free or Die Hard is not only bad, it's also a cliché. And hardly emotes to the actual intensity of the franchise. It is strange to believe that a franchise filled with four films that are all watchable could pull off such a feat with such terrible titles. But then again, I would much rather have terrible titles than terrible films. <laughs> Live free, die hard. What, it doesn't even make any sense to me. By the way, little kids don't, shouldn't watch that one. Not a little kid movie. No, don't watch. No, not good. At number seven, we have... Thur-1-3-E-N-Ghosts, but it's supposed to say 13 ghosts, except, <laughs> here's the thing, 13 ghosts. Thur-1-3-E-N-Ghosts. One, one doesn't even remotely look like a T, and three, okay, just because a three backwards kind of looks like an E doesn't even mean you can put that in a title like 13 ghosts, because... Basically it says thir one three E N G O O S T Thur one three E N Ghosts. Whatever. Like numbers are used to represent something. You don't just throw them in because it looks cool. Ugh, it's just how pfft. by the way, Thirteen Ghosts is a horror movie or Thur One Three E N Ghost is a horror movie. And just you don't put letters in in words for a movie. It's one thing if it's a gamer tag. And it has no meaning and you're just doing that because you want a certain gamer tag. So you're putting the numbers in so they kind of look like letters to make it kind of look cool and so you can get that tag. But you don't really, you shouldn't put numbers in movie titles if they're not representing something. It's just stupid. <sighs> There's more than just one movie that does this. Anyhow, moving on to number six. Lucky number seven. But... Lucky number Slevin is actually the Slevin part. is spelled with an L. Or I mean, spelled with a 7 upside down. So I guess the main character's name is Slevin, and they thought it would be cool to put an upside down 7 in the name. Well, guess what? It's officially, first of all, not really a 7 because it's upside down, and it's not even representing anything. Like... I don't understand. Like, on the title, it shows six names on it. And then it shows Slevin, which may be the hidden meaning or something. But, again, you don't put numbers in because it looks cool. It doesn't even look cool. How does a seven look like an L unless you turn it upside down? (sighs) You don't put numbers in unless it is representing something. What in the name is wrong with this? this? This title turns this film into a larger gimmick than Cloverfield. Which was that one about a, a apocalypse or something. I don't know. I didn't take the time to watch it because it looked dumb. Anyhow, moving on to number five. Meow, meow, meow. Five. Five comes after four. And before six. Five is next. And five is Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. I'll repeat that. Don't be a menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. Way too long, okay? This is like grammar school reading this title. Like, come on. I have kids in my class that wouldn't be able to read that whole title in under, in like, within five minutes, you know? Maybe even more than that. Like, that is just too long. And the meaning behind it, there's probably so much meaning behind each word that it would just overwhelm any mind that tried to watch this. Like, it's not even that funny. Apparently, I haven't watched it. But critics, I searched up critics and they're like, not funny. You know, the idea of the title is kind of that it's a joke, but you don't really say jokes. Even you don't risk saying a long title like that as a joke if it's not even funny and nobody laughs at it. Like, I'm sure the guy who came up with the title is like, hey, guess what? I got a great title. Don't be a menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. (laughs) Oh, so funny silence nobody's laughing on the set yeah it's great you know just to get out and off their shoulder people that uh she's one of those people that tells a joke and she's like it's so funny <laughs> it's one of those ones you've either heard a million times or don't think funny at all and doesn't make any sense i think that's i'm still mean to my mom i'm sorry mommy i love you but you know she's just so great to make fun of because she makes fun of me so it's only right i make fun of her but anyways I guess just the idea of having an unfunny joke and an unfunny joke in this huge, long title—just pointless. Wait, I'm supposed to be breaking out for break, aren't I? Yeah, this is Noah Layman from No Added Preservatives. You are listening to the Voice of America Kids Network, and this is Top Ten Worst Movie Titles. Thank you very much.
0: Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Tune in to No Added Preservatives on Voice America Kids. Ready to get back to the show? We thought so. Back to your host.
1: Hello, my name is Noah Lehman. I am the gold medalist in Extreme Hopscotch. And this is No Added Preservatives on the Voice America Kids Network. I, my last segment was actually top ten worst movie titles and... I didn't quite finish it, so I'm going to continue on with number four. But before I get to number four, I'm going to run through the top ten worst movie titles. That's right. Top ten worst movie titles. At number one, we have, I mean, at number ten, we have The Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. Horrible, long title that's really lame. At number nine, we have Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Just weird. Bad title, bad movie, I guess. At number eight, we have Live Free or Die Hard. What does that even mean? At number seven, we have Thur, one, three, E-N, Ghosts, or as it's supposed to say, 13 Ghosts. The numbers don't mean anything, and a one does not look like a T. At number six, we have Lucky Number Eleven. Again, numbers. A seven does not look like an L, and when it's turned upside down, it does not look like... what does the seven even ripper? I don't know. At number five we have Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. And at number four, we have The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. So, this movie, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, I watched it on the History Channel. It's very long and kind of boring at parts, but it's a great storyline. It's the idea of the big, bad outlaw Jesse James getting killed by this coward guy that's afraid of him named uh, Robert Ford. But not only was this badly marketed by Warner Bros., but the title—it's so intensely law- wrong. I mean, this movie is about Jesse James and Robert Ford equally. But like one of my sources says, the title would have been a lot easier if you just said "The Assassination of Jesse James" or "Um, The Death of an Outlaw" or something cool like that. Even if there's already a title like it, "The Death of a." bad outlaw well that would be bad i guess that title but you know there could have been way better titles way better than this long one i mean i'm sure there's a lot of kids that wouldn't even be able to in my grade that wouldn't be able to spell assassination in under five minutes let alone added to the jesse james and robert ford and the uh, the of by the coward man this would be like all their school reading put together into one title like, the long names like this is, like, just going on crazily in Hollywood. There's the Chronicles of Narnia, blah, 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 the Wine, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. There's the Pirates of the Caribbean, the Curse of the Black Pearl and whatnot. And Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Man, it's just going out of control. And now we have number three. Getting down to our top three, we have Tyler Perry's. And I have a picture here that says Tyler Perry's Massive Ego like i guess the name of the title of the movie is called tyler perry's it's just what's with people that these producers or whatever say their name above it like james cameron's avatar i mean james cameron's great and i guess that kind of movie is it's a great movie and i have nothing against james cameron but tyler perry oh my gosh he has a huge ego like, to have to put his ti- his name on every single title, whatever he is, producer, director, whatnot, like, oh my gosh. People putting the director's name before the title, it's just weird. And does it doesn't even have a title? I have a joke here, actually. It says, "What with his huge eagle, I wonder how Tyler Perry can even fit into a room. Like, seriously. Oh, all his names have, t- all his movies have Tyler Perry in front of it, at number two, we have I love Huckabees. I love Huckabees. I love Huckabees. Some guy interviewed David O. Russell for I Love Huckabees and asked him why the heart was in the title. Yeah, I didn't mention that. It says I heart Huckabees. And in the guy just said, for one thing, because I like having a heart in the title. I like a picture of a heart. And for another, I like anything that shakes up your stable way of using your brain or your language. Third, if it annoys people, I don't really care. I guess we should ask David O. Russell if he cares about directing feature films, because since the flop that was I love Huckabees or I heart Huckabees, he hasn't directed a film in over three years. Perhaps the sequel could be I hate Huckabees. At least the posters would be interesting. I don't, know. I don't even know what it means. What's Huck- Huckabee have to do with anything? I think it was just the idea of making a different title. I don't know. And here we are with number one. Number one is or Willie Shown right after these short messages. This program is brought to you by Lifesaver Gummies, the best gummies in the world. (laughs) Okay, here we are. I'm just joking. At number one, we have Quantum of Solace, the James Bond movie, Quantum of Solace. It may sound cool and all, but do you know what the title means, Quantum of Solace? Like, it doesn't even go with the movie, I guess. Here, I'll tell you what Quantum of Solace means. A quantum is like... It's like the smallest little shard of something, and solace is like the 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 feeling just a feeling that feel just that little feeling in you that's of like love or lust or whatever, and quantum basically and solace combined means the smallest in the world little piece of solace left that it takes for it to snap, so. It's just hard to confuse, and it doesn't have anything to do with it. So it's Quantum of Solace. It's nothing to do with the movie, of course, and... Oh, my gosh. And basically, Quantum of Solace is based after a short story by Ian Fleming, and it's about a dinner party of which Bond is apparently inconsequential, which as stupidity the title. (sighs) Some stupid names. Another couple titles I think should be on here is Snakes on a Plane. I mentioned it. But Snakes on a Plane, like, seriously, how can you get any worse of a title that is so bland? And another one is Princess Bride. I love the movie Princess Bride. I think it's a great title. It's pretty cheesy at parts, but just Princess Bride. It sounds like such a girly movie, but it really isn't. Like, it has, it's probably, older people probably wouldn't even think of watching it, and that's because of the title. It's a great movie, but Princess Bride. Seriously. Sounds like a chick flick, but it's not. It's decent. That concludes our top 10 worst movie titles, and now I will be moving on to top 10 worst movie quotes. That's right, top 10 worst movie quotes. I got them all here. I'm going to also include some of my own that I think are bad and good because they like quotes. So, at number 10, we have, of this list of the worst, of course, here we go. At number 10, we have the not worst, but not best title in the world. The top 10 in the worst. It made it into the top 10 of the worst. And it is the 10th. Not the worst, but it is the 10th worst. And this quote is, you're a godsend, a savior. No, I'm a postman. Which is basically a blind woman talking to the postman, which the postman was Kevin Costner. And this movie is the postman. So it's basically this blind lady talking to the postman in the movie The Postman, and the postman is Kevin Costner. So then again, maybe he is a godsend and a savior. Now we have number nine, and number nine is not quite the best of the worst, but it is still on the top nine, I guess. And it did make the top ten list. So therefore, number nine worst quote is, you had me at hello, which was stated by Dorothy Boyd, Renée Zellweger, to Jerry Maguire, which is Tom Cruise in the movie Jerry Maguire. Great movie, but basically the idea before this is he comes he comes in and they got in a big fight or whatever him and this his his wife or whatever and he's like, I'm sorry, I can't live without you. You're a great woman, blah 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 blah. And she's like, shut up, just shut up. You had me at hello, and whatnot because he's like, hello, I'm sorry for whatever. Yeah, so not that great, not that bad either, but you know it's not that great. Top ten worst. At number eight, we still have the worst, but not quite the worstest yet. I made up a new word. At number eight of the worst, top ten worst quotes is, They may take our lives, but they will never take our freedom. This is stated by William Wallace, which is Mel Gibson, in the movie Braveheart. Great movie, one of my favorites actually. Very violent, not for children. Neither is Jerry Maguire. Or uh I'm not sure about the postman, I haven't seen it. But Braveheart, great movie. I actually like the quote, but they kinda actually wouldn't they be taking your freedom if they kill you? And they aren't free, are they? Like the the Scottish or whatever are owned by they are under the UK. They are owned by the British Empire or whatever back then, weren't they? Not only, he said you will never take our freedom. Well, that's what the whole movie was about, him fighting for their freedom. They never actually got it. So first of all, if you kill somebody, they don't have any freedom because they're gone. And they didn't have any freedom to begin with. So I'm just confused about this quote. It sounds good at the time when you're watching the movie, though. So at number seven, still in the top ten worst list, but not quite the worstest yet, we have... Today we celebrate... Our Independence Day! Yay! This is by U.S. President Thomas J. Whitmore, Bill Pullman, in the movie Independence Day, which is a great movie. Independence Day is about the world getting attacked by aliens, and all the cities being blown up, and they have to save the world, and it's called Independence Day. Today we celebrate our Independence Day. It's not bad, not good either, but anyhow, moving on. Number six, we have, not quite the worst, but still the worst, as it comes out of the three that I've mentioned, three, four, four that I've mentioned, we have number six, which is... The quote, of the worst quotes, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. This is said by Anna Scott, which is Julia Roberts, to William Thacker, which is Hugh Grant, in Notting Hill. Number five, I love this one. It's a great movie. This movie, featuring Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer, is Top Gun. And the quote is, you can be my wingman anytime. Now, actually, the full quote, I'm pretty sure, is like, you can be my wingman anytime. And the other guy's like, Bullcrap! You can be my wingman! It's actually kind of a funny part in the movie. Uh, not actually what the quote was, I actually replaced some words. So, I love the movie Top Gun. Brought the aviators back in. Good job, Tom Cruise. This is the top 10 worst movie quotes, and you are listening to No Added Preservatives. boop, 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 boop.
0: boop. Your host is all talked out this week. But remember, there's another edition of No Preservatives coming your way next week at the same time on Voice America Kids. Thanks for listening. The future of online TV is here.